Can we talk about this? Welcome to the show about the unimportant topics with extremely important implications. We're here to talk about the things we know you're thinking about. Love it. Hi, Ben. Hi, Aileen. This is my... Well, if it was a different co-host, I'd be more excited to do this every mm-hmm. week, but it's one of the most exciting and happiness-inducing events of my week, and I mean that truthfully. I'm very Doing excited. the podcast? Doing the podcast, yeah. Love With that. you, meh, but just the it's act like of doing it. like number like seven on my list, mm-hmm. I'd say. Mm-hmm. You know, makes the top ten. Yeah. It would be better if we were friends. Right. But we're not. But we're not. Not in the least bit. Which is... Happy episode 10. I know. We're on episode 10. It's very exciting. Ugh. It only took us a few months to get here, but you know what? We're here. It, we're here. And we've we're been doing it episode 10. more regularly than we have ever before. Ever before. You know what's crazy to think about? We, we've logged probably, gosh, close to, not, well, not because it's been under like nine hours mm-hmm. of content. Yeah. Just wow. us talking. Just us talking. Our voices. In a microphone. And sometimes, one every three times, someone else's voice in mm-hmm. there with us. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'm very proud of us. Well, yeah, why don't you tell everybody what we're talking about today? So our episode today is going to be about friendship. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd start off, since it is a celebratory episode, episode 10, talking about our friendship a little bit. Um, or lack thereof, mm, mm-hmm. and just why we decided to start this podcast yeah. that came out of friendship. Friendship, I guess. I guess. Well, it's funny. I was reflecting on this uh, yesterday, last night, and we prefaced last episode with a Nick about how him and I are forced friends because we right. met through work, but yes. we actually met through work. We um, did. So I thought that's funny that that joke came back into my mind. Um, but I mean, man, how many... I met you through work. Two and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half, not Mm -hmm. two and a half. Three and a half years ago. Yes. um, I met you, I literally met you on the dance floor. (laughs) Is that where we met? We met, yeah, we met at our company holiday party. And for for all intents and purposes for the story, I was, I, so I vividly remember I was dancing with coworkers um, on the dance area and I saw you talking to our former boss um, not on the dance floor. <laughs> and I said, well, let me meet this person. And I went over to you and introduced myself because you are you were going to be on the same team as me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said something and then we got to talking and then, you know, within minutes, I feel like later, we were all out on the dance floor mm-hmm. and like that was the moment that kind of defined our relationship. That's a that. good way to build a friendship yeah. out of dancing. There are quite a few friends. I say quite a few, and I really only mean one other, but I met another close friend of mine drunk at a college bar on the dance floor. <laughs> My roommate at the time was like, hey, I, this is, I want you to meet Molly. And I like met her, and we were all just dancing. And that's, you know, the best friendships start that way. The only the best the ones. The only, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the only it way to meet people. Yeah, there's no other way. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's funny. That is the time that we met. Mm-hmm. I thought of it the first time we like met at work. Because I distinctly remember, like, sitting down with you at lunch at one of those, like, small tables. Mm. And you were talking about (laughs) (laughs) many, like, weird things you talk about or, like, we talk about together. You were comparing how, like, everything in life... (laughs) I don't remember this. (laughs) ...can be... Compared to the moment you decide to step out of the shower. Yes. Oh, that was the first. Oh, man. I don't know what that would be called, like a Benism or just a, it's like a it's shower a thought. It's like a literal shower thought. Yeah, that but, was. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. And at the time, because I didn't really know you that well, I was like, this guy is so strange. But now well, I understand it. Yeah. And now I feel like I think very similarly but uh, yeah I remember that's what you were talking about yeah that was in my phase of I had this whole idea about you know doing things just getting up and doing it and not hesitating and not being scared and how it's all correlated to the same moment in which you like get out of the shower in the morning and oh. you know there's there's a moment if you're a sh- morning shower person like it's nice and comfy it's warm mm-hmm. you know the second you turn off the shower it's gonna be cold 
And, like, that little hesitation you need to push through. Yeah. And that was my whole philosophy. But I guess, and I get how that would be weird. It's, like, a sensible thing. To, like, it is. Thing. But, like, as the first time talking to me, <laughs> probably comparing ridiculous <laughs> things in life that you want to go and do to, like, being in a shower. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a little weird. But that. I enjoyed it. I mean, that, it's funny that that was one of the first times, you know, we had really talked because... Mm-hmm. It does dovetail itself really well into what our friendship has been and this podcast has turned into mm-hmm. over the 10 episodes of we noticed, hey, like we always talk about weird things from day one mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes they have some real practical pieces of like information that can apply elsewhere, which like and we always sometimes just... they don't. Sometimes A lot of they times don't. they don't. A lot of times they don't, but sometimes they just get you thinking. Yeah. So we wanted to start this podcast so that we could take those conversations we were having just at lunch and whatnot and share it with other people. Share them with everyone else and have other people come in and share their opinions as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's been 10 great episodes so far. 10 great years. 10 great years. Mm -hmm. 10 great hours. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hoping for a lot more. Yeah. Um, We were discussing just before this, uh, we are thinking about and different opener you Mm -hmm. know we have the same little thing that we read every time um we were wondering if our listeners like it if we should change it up every time maybe have a theme song let us know we're very interested in creating a theme song neither of us are good singers but we'd be willing to we try to be yeah we will try to be yeah um but yeah let us know on our twitter or email us yes what you think about our intro can we talk about this pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. or sw- can we switat pod on Twitter? Yes. I'm almost positive. But not on Spotify. Don't message us on Spotify. Don't message us on Spotify. You're going to get the wrong person. Yep. We do have a tip jar now. Yeah. We're going to start promoting if you'd like to contribute to this wonderful podcast. We mm-hmm. have some improvements that we're trying to make. Yep. Um, it goes a long way. Um, we pay our guests we, a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot, a lot of money. We're bleeding ourselves dry of yeah, money just because. Our guests. The That's talent. why we don't have many guests. Yeah. Nick asked for a lot of money last yeah, week. We had to negotiate a ton. Yeah. We still didn't really win. Negotiation. Yeah, you... That should be a top. We should talk about that at some point. We should. Like, job. Okay, well, let's okay. talk about that later. Yeah. That's, That's for one. another episode. Yeah. Um. Well, friendship, Aileen. Friendship. I feel like we've got a good friendship going mm-hmm. um i i personally was thinking maybe we can start with giving our own definitions of what like a friendship Ooh. is get a little philosophical to start. okay but i think there are many forms of types of or different types of friendships okay so to you what would you say like that that means friendship is i'd say a bond between two or more people who share either common interests or um, just kind of like are there for one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting you on the spot completely. Yeah. We didn't talk about this at all. <laughs> I don't even have a, a, my own answer thought of that's going to come off the top of my head too. But I like the last part of what you said. Yeah. Um, there for one another. There for one another. Make sacrifices for each other. Mm -hmm. I think that that to me is one of the biggest components of friendship that's present in all the different types of friendships that I feel like I have. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, it's a like non-familial, your family can be your friend, but it's that connection and like there for you. People you can count on. People you can count on. Mm -hmm. If you're in a pickle, which happen all the time i've got stuck in a lot of pickles yeah and pickles between friends too Mm -hmm. and that's when it gets difficult of friends are fighting you're friends with both people what do you do what do you do get rid of them both that's a sticky pickle yeah just get rid of them both that is a sticky pickle i like that being able to count on someone when and then who's there for you when you need it Mm -hmm. um which is not me to you but not at all um, we've got a very sarcastic tone to our friendship Mm -hmm. which comes about for many reasons i'm sure 
but I feel like I can count on you, you know? I feel like if I was really in a bad situation, you might think about coming out. <laughs> That's really true friendship. When the other person might come help you out. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I can count on you too. Oh, good, good. That's good. How many friends do you say you have? Ooh. Like, because we're talking about this definition, right? Uh, yeah. It's hard to count friends. Yeah. I definitely had more friends in high school and college. Well, I it's think. just the amount of people you are friends with on Facebook, duh. Exactly. So, <laughs> so about, I've got about so 1,100 close friends that yeah. I chat with all the time. Um, the number has definitely dwindled mm, mm-hmm. as I've gotten older. For better or for worse, like, what do you think the significance of that is, if there is any? For better, for yeah. sure. Because I think um, when you're in a school environment, like in high school or in college, mm-hmm. you're constantly meeting new people, mm-hmm. and you have all of these opportunities to make new friends, and you just have, like, you have, like, your really good friends, but then you have um, your residual friends. Ooh, that's, that's <laughs> I think more negative than than you might mean it, but I don't know. <laughs> Side piece friends. <laughs> there it is. Like they're ones that if I saw them in the hallways or walking to class, mm-hmm. that I would say hello to, and I might be at the same like events, like parties yeah. with them, but they're not someone that I maybe like text on the regular or that I would seek out to like hang out with. Yeah, or to use our definition of like someone you can count on. Because that's a big differentiator for, I see you in the hallways, we chat friendly in class, but like push comes to shove and I'm like stuck somewhere and I call you or like, you know, like can you come and pick me up or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, because I don't even know what those are like. I hate the whole like acquaintance Mm-hmm. You're an acquaintance of mine. Everybody should be friends, but... Yeah. Yeah. How many friends do you think that you have? Two. Nice. <laughs> I have... No, I, I mean, I have not a lot of friends. And that's because... I, like... My definition, and the way I think about it, there are multiple types of friends that you can have. So I think I might have more friends with air quotes for those uh, listening... But when it comes to really, like, dependable friends, I really only have a handful, I feel mm-hmm. like. And that number definitely has gone down, too, over the years, which I definitely think is for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, but some is also for the worse. Like, there are people that I was really close with and I'm not as close with anymore that it wasn't by choice or it wasn't because, like, life just happens. And sometimes mm-hmm. friends, like, grow apart and there's nothing wrong with that. And it's not like you're mad at each other, but it's like you're not as close as you were. Yeah. Um, and I wish that wasn't the case. But the thing is, what gets me difficult, or it put me, puts me in a weird like situation or in the way I think about it, and this is also to preface, not naming names here. <laughs> like, this is just how I feel, right? Obviously, I'm not going to call people out, and I'm not trying to, and I love everybody who's yeah. in my life. Yeah, Cynthia, this is about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Paul, we're going to need to talk. Um, but... There are people who I'll see who were very close friends of mine and who aren't anymore. But, like, we get back together maybe once every few months. But it feels like there hasn't been this, like, lack of communication or, like, non-friendship. And to me, I kind of like that because it's the – you all mutually understand, listen, you're not, like, close friends anymore. But when you put yourselves in situations to interact as normal friends do, it's like – oh, you're right back in it. It's not like you're Mm -hmm. catching up for two hours over a drink. It's like you're just hanging out as friends. Yeah. And I think there's a big distinction between another, this is my category of friends, like friends you see all the, real friends. Ooh, okay. Ketchup friends. Uh Uh-huh. Like the condiment, not the ketchup. Right. Ketchup friends. um, And then like timeless friends. Ooh. Because Real friends and timeless are different? Yeah. Okay. Because real friends to me are more like daily, like you'll interact with them daily. Okay. Maybe timeless is a bad word. I just thought of it. But <laughs> like catch up friends is the, the situation of you'll see each other once every few months, but you spend the whole time. How are things? How have it, has, how has it been? Tell me about X, okay. Y, and Z is what happened. The timeless nature of it is like, 
you don't talk every day, but you still like know what's going on and you yeah. don't feel the need to catch up about what you've missed. Got it. Like you're just kind of back. You're in back it, in the moment. And it doesn't feel like any time like has passed. Like the situation you just described. Yeah. That's kind of, that's the way I kind of think about it. But And you have them in your phone in that, those categories. <laughs> yeah, in the notes Real section. Real friend. Absolutely. Catch up friend. Timeless friend. And then dead to me. Yeah. Then dead to me. Which so that is a list big is list very for long. You. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's a long so list. it's a law. It's a it's a big list of people. But when you go down that funnel, like towards the real friends, yeah, it gets very small, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel the same way about those types of friends, or if you have those types of friends. But yeah, I have those types of friends. There's a few of my friends I feel that fall into both the category of like real friends and timeless friends mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that are. More of, like, my long-distance friends. Yeah, okay. Um, Like, I have two friends from the town I grew up in, Allison and Patrick, that I see maybe twice a year. Yeah. And it feels like every time I catch up, catch up with them, like, I meet up with them, that it's just, like, I don't know, it's very easy yeah, to yes. talk to them and... um. It doesn't feel like we're talking about all those little like catch up details, but exactly, um, it feels like we're like right back where we started. Um, but at the same time, I don't talk to them every day, but I will text them when something comes up or like I want their advice on something or just something funny happens. Like yeah, I tend to go to them. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like I have friends that fall into multiple categories. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, what's stressful. Because as, as, as we get older, I feel like that, quite frankly, sometimes the desire to maintain certain friendships, like, dwindles. Mm-hmm. Um, because now everybody's busy, right? And, like, everybody has things to do. But thinking about making time for certain people i don't even know if i necessarily have an example of this myself but like making time for certain people just seems like more trouble than it's worth yeah which is shitty i feel like but uh, like yeah it's the way it is sometimes yeah i have trouble if someone reaches out to me that i would like to meet up with but it's gonna be a one-on-one situation Mm. where i feel like it's gonna be i'm I'm just going to be, like, catching up with them, and yeah. it's not going to be very enjoyable mm-hmm. that I'll, like, make up a yeah excuse to not meet up. And it's not because I don't want to see them. It's because I don't want to sacrifice time to go get lunch with someone that I don't really, really want to talk to and don't plan on pursuing, like, a real friendship with them. Right. What's that information worth to them if you're just going to then the next time you see them regurgitate the same like here's the events that happened since the last time i saw you yeah um which there is a vibe or mood that's different between like maybe the timeless friends or like the the distance friends yeah that there's an air about it but i would agree it's like so what we're gonna talk for a couple hours mm-hmm. see you in three months you like I don't know, but that's so. It seems so bad. It's like yeah. you did. You mean something to me. I wouldn't consider you like someone I can count on as a friend. Friend, mm-hmm. but I like enjoy. Maybe that's the way. It's just like approaching it differently, in my mind. Of okay, like make this time for someone for a couple hours. They're not a friend, but it's like oh, you're having a pleasant time. Some yeah. people, some people, you just don't care and don't want to. Right. That's different. But my qualm is that like what's the point if we're just gonna talk for a little while but I gotta just change my perspective there I think yeah I also think that a good sign of a friend is if you're able to go into a one-on-one situation with them and you're not scared Mm. like you know it's gonna be very easy to talk to them you know that it's gonna be yeah like fun and jokey and that there's not gonna be the awkwardness of okay like haven't really talked to this person in a while yeah I don't know if there's going to be some, like, awkward silences or that we'll even have enough to talk about. So I feel like that's a good sign of friendship is you know that you're going to go into that situation and it's just going to be fun. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that's a good point because 
there are people that I've caught up with and it's you kind of feel it dying mm-hmm. but when you have that person it's like you're not even worried about it yeah and even if there is maybe like silence or like it's not that awkwardness right it's just like oh there's a you know yeah not thinking of things to say almost kind of like a date would be of yeah like, you know that's like not going that great you're not really clicking it's like like there's a pause you take a bite of food and you're like shit what am I gonna say next like yeah, yeah you're always thinking of things to say yeah that's the worst so it's great like, at nice outside yeah it's this weather has been amazing that's how I feel every time I get into the elevators here yeah. with Ugh. someone else well, so the coworker friendship thing is mm-hmm. something that I feel like we should discuss because yeah. I I think it's similar to the I used to call certain people school friends mm-hmm. that not really in college so much, but in high school and before I had really really good friends, but I only ever saw them in school and never had a play date, never hung out with them after that. Yeah, play dates in college. Yeah, we. Mm-hmm. I've had. I, I would call them play dates up until high school. <laughs> let's be real. Um, but yeah, like those people meant a lot to me, but just I never saw them outside of it. So they were school mm-hmm. friends to me. Yeah. Um, that's similar to like what work friends in my mind is. Yeah. And it is similar. you can cross that into the real friend category like us. Like, I see you in the wild. Yep. In the wild city the out wild. there. But yeah, outside of work. It's also similar to sports friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're friends with those people because for a period of time, <laughs> you spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Whether it's at, being at work More for than anyone eight else. hours a yeah. day. Or, yeah, being at school all day or being at sports practice after school like yeah you see those people as much if not more than your family um so you're bound to like develop some friendships with those people yeah but that doesn't mean that you're gonna spend time with them outside of those activities yeah certain people you might want to and you Mm -hmm. might make that work but sometimes it's good just the way it is yeah you know like i don't feel like i'll um one day when I'm not at this company anymore that I'll like have a lot of people that I hang out with outside of. Yeah. That I'll keep hanging out with. Right, right, right. Well, once we move out of this company or one of us gets a new job, this podcast is dead. You it's know dead. I mean? It's, it's dead in the water. It's yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's the whole funny thing about friendship to me is that that's okay. So it's, that you people like grow apart or that you're only going to talk to a few people yeah and it's fine it's interesting because like going back to social media a little bit you're Mm. able to stay in touch residually (laughs) more than you used to because you can still see developments in people's lives like um where they're traveling or like them having children which is strange um because you are in some ways able to like keep up with their lives even if you're not hanging out with them before then that person yeah was dead to you for all that it for all that mattered like there's no way no idea what's going on with them which is good and bad yeah but i also so that's a good thing that we've talked about social media and sometimes i feel like that that can be harmful for myself not putting Mm -hmm. anything on the other person but like my own it just, it sometimes is draining or stressful to think, do I have to feel like I need to say something or comment on this or text you or, because what are you thinking? Do you think like, oh, I should text Ben this because it's fun. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's that weird power play or guilt or anything like that. Like, for example, I just got a text while we were doing this podcast um, from someone we used to work with. And she was in my dream last night. It was the weirdest, like, dream. <laughs> she won the lottery and decided to give me money. Uh-huh. Um, and I was That's super... Nice. Yeah, it was super, super nice. Maybe she's, she's a great friend. Yeah. Um, but those are those weird, like, little instances. I'm, I wouldn't... I'm not friends with her anymore. Yeah. We weren't even super close when she worked here, but, like, popped into my head. Yeah. Said that to her. Like, certain people... That might happen of like a dream or like I think of, but I won't text because then it's just like, yeah, it'd be too strange. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like I talked to her once in a while, but we've also like tried to catch up for a long time. Yeah. So I'm excited for that because I haven't caught up since she left, which has been a long time. So Mm -hmm. it's like the longer the distance, 
that I saw last saw the person, the more a catch-up friend to me, uh-huh. like, is worth catching up with. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. But I just feel, uh, yeah, it's the, the workplace situation's interesting. Mm-hmm. There are only a couple people that I still see fairly regularly who I've worked with. Yeah. At most, a couple people. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a best friend or best friends? Well, I'd be nervous to answer this in middle school <laughs> in front of an right? audience. Um, but a hundred percent. Do you feel like I'll answer? But do you feel like you categorize best friends differently too? Like mm-hmm. I feel I have a few best friends. Best inherently means you, no one is better, but mm-hmm. I think of it as like there can be ties and there are people that are different types of best friends yeah do you feel the same way yeah I feel like I have a few best friends and it's just the people that I feel like I have the best connection to yeah um but I also always had trouble with this term growing up in school because I felt like other people for best friends for them was people they would text like all day every day Mm -hmm. and they were like always hanging out with and I always felt insecure about that because I don't really like have that with anyone like there's not really a friend that I have that I'm texting all day every day with yeah um and seeing like all the time so I thought that meant that I like didn't have any best friends yeah (laughs) um because I thought the definition was like you're in constant communication yeah. with that person. Like a like a partner would be. Yeah. Like, you know, I that actually weighed on me and still kind of does um, from time to time a lot in college because mm-hmm. I felt like I at certain points I definitely I mean I had I would say like a couple best friends in college but then I once we all graduated you know when you leave high school you stop talking to a lot of people when you leave college mm-hmm. you stop talking to a lot of people too. Um it was really hard for me to think about that and grasp that too because I was like, man, did I even have any friends? Like, I got so dramatic. I'm like, man, did these people really like me at all? Like, did I yeah. really have any friends? Because I don't really talk to them every day. And there are people that you'll meet. Now, it's different if you're roommates too and really close friends because you kind of always see each other. But like, there are people that, yeah, have friends that they don't live with, but they're just talking all the time. Mm-hmm. I kind of have that a little bit now-ish. But my relationship with my best friend is different now because he's also my like business partner. Yeah. So... Um, our friendship now we said this the other week and still haven't been able to really make it a thing of wow our friendship is turning into whenever we're together we're talking about work mm-hmm. we're not even making time to be friends anymore which is not that's not a, it wasn't a dark conversation yeah. the way I said it but it's like man you know like so the, the dynamic is different between our friendship than it was before um, but yeah and I also have I, I would say my best friend it's weird it gets back to that snapchat thing of like right? do you do you <laughs> have a streak best friend and they don't think that you're their best friend yeah and i think that that's the case with this person but um i like i i love him to death and i barely see him anymore from you know he's i if he's listening this would be great but john i think is he's in the military he's in mm-hmm. the navy he's i think he's one of my best friends um we hardly talk yeah. Due to physical actual constraints, but like also you just, you know, it happens. Um, so that I think about a lot too with the whole Snapchat. Like, I don't know what he would say. Yeah. Uh, if he's listening, I'd love to know. I don't take it personally, but it's just like, I don't know what people think. I think it could also be like, do you think you would be the best man in anyone's wedding? I was going to say that. Like, I don't, like, I was in my sister's weddings, but I don't think that I would be the maid of honor in anyone else's weddings that's that's funny because i i think about that a lot when it comes to certain people that i've been mentioning i i don't know i don't know Mm -hmm. um there was a point in my life two years ago where that thought popped into my head and i got very upset because Mm -hmm. i didn't feel like that was the case then i realized what the fuck does it matter Mm -hmm. if i am or not I definitely would consider myself to be like a groomsman of certain people that I know. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the best man thing, I don't really know. It's like a weird decision and I'm happy that I have sisters because (laughs) I'm like never going to have to make that decision. Yeah. You've got it. You've got it in the bag. You've got it in the bag. Yeah. That's a very, you know, that's a great thing to talk about. 
because it's it can be hard and and it's hard on myself too but just in general i feel like that the whole dynamic of you're my best friend am i your best friend like saying the term best friend i feel like is kind of bad because then it puts people in a bucket and like there's an obligation but then there's also like a reciprocity of like well then does that mean i have to be your best like yeah what's the point no it's unfair and it's like there's so many factors that go into friendship Mm -hmm. that it's like if i have if I think someone's my best friend, one of my best friends, but they have a friend that they've known like their whole life, yeah, like lives, like that's they're also going to be their best friend. So why do I need to feel so insecure about right. it not being like reciprocated? That might be that might go back into amending the definition that we both had said at the beginning mm-hmm. because that insecurity that's a great word to use like in my opinion should never be present with a friend Mm -hmm. because you can count on them and you can confide in them and whatever your relationship is like it doesn't it doesn't matter there's like an equal understanding so there's no insecure you know there's no but there is a balance to friendship Mm -hmm. too because there are people that i definitely feel like they're one-sided friends and i want to ask you this first before I talk about that but do you feel like there are people that you had been friends with that you consciously then like for lack of a better term cut out of Mm -hmm. your life because they weren't good friends yeah yeah I feel like I do that generally it'll just be like if someone keeps trying to hang out with me and they keep sending me messages I'll generally just like it sounds bad but like make up Mm -hmm. an excuse every time um until they stop reaching mm-hmm. out anymore. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to be, I'm not going to be so harsh as to be like, listen, I reevaluated <laughs> all my friendships and. I took out. a tally. Yeah, I took a tally <laughs> and I only have room for five. So you were you were close. You were number six, but yeah. you didn't make it. <laughs> you said that to everybody. You're um, number six. Like maybe someone would like to hear that. I mm. We talk about like honesty a lot. I don't. As much as I appreciate honesty, I don't think I'd want someone to do that to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be like, hey, Listen. actually, like, I don't want to put any more effort into this friendship. Because it sounds so harsh because you were, like, friends with that person and maybe nothing yeah. happened. You just don't want to put any more effort in. So I think that tends to be how I handle it is yeah. you just keep answering them, but make it seem like you're too busy to hang out with them until they stop. Well, have you... So have you ever done that? Well, I guess no, you, you kind of answered the question then. Because I'm, I'm thinking more, like for, for me, I feel like there are people who I cut out because they're being like a bad f- friend in my mm. mind. So, sorry, I'm going to call you. I'm, <laughs> you're, I'm using you as a definition. But no, I just mean like if... If I am tr- if I am always constantly trying to reach out to you to do something, ah, uh, yeah, and we do not your situation of then because you don't want to be friends with them, so you're yeah. not answering or you're coming up with a reason not to. But and we'll hang out or whatever. But I feel like I'm always you're trying. You're the only one, yeah, very one sided. We'll do even if we do something or not. That tells me okay, but then you're not you're not putting in any reciprocation to then mm-hmm. say let's hang out on my terms. When can you hang out? Yeah, very important in dating as well, which I know is a topic of ours to cover um, in the future. But with friends, it's almost just as important to me. Of, yeah, you got to show me as well that like I'm trying to make and cut out time for you. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree with that. I've definitely had that situation with people where yeah. I feel like I'm the only one asking if they want to hang out. And it feels like it's hurtful. Yeah. Um, Because sometimes that's just like a personality trait of the person that yeah. they're not good at reaching out, even if they like hanging out with you. But yeah, generally in those situations, once I've done it a few times, then it's just like, all right, ball's in their court if they're not going to reach out any more than I guess this is over yeah you know it's similar to like with you kind of mentioned maybe it's a personality trait because that is an important component that I oftentimes probably don't consider enough mm-hmm. that's just who they are um but texting behavior too for me is similar yeah where I'll have certain friends who like me 
send lots of messages or very like like exclamation points and emojis and stuff and I'm like okay cool like I know that we're not mad at each other Mm -hmm. but then there are certain friends that I text that are very serious yeah yet in person they're not but texting their behavior is different and I'm always like what what did I do wrong or like what what like you want to talk bro like I you know yeah um I get self-conscious with that with my friends a lot of how they text right and yeah that's just like an issue not just in friendships, but across the board with texting, it's so difficult because it's very hard to read people's tones. Yeah. Do you have friends that you? So this actually goes back to the question or the the comment before about like people who have really close like best friends. Mm-hmm. Do you have friends that you speak to on the phone with some sense of regularity? Um. Not that that. No. Yeah. I don't. Uh, my one friend. Michelle generally when she has like a she, when she used to have like a longer car ride back from work she would just like go through her phone list yeah. and like call people um to kind of pass the time so occasionally I would like talk to her on the phone but yeah not really yeah. it's mostly just um like utility calls like oh I'm outside can you let me in I feel like I've said this exact same thing on wait yeah because we, we were what topic was that? I don't texting. Know. It was probably yeah. It was we, probably on texting. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so funny. <laughs> you were down, literally downstairs, and hey, yeah, I'm here. That was the exact same. Because I talked about <laughs> the scenario the where I stopped texting. I call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you remember back in episode yeah. I think four, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really either. I mean, I I enjoy it a lot. I'll mm-hmm. do it. It's, yeah, mostly for, like, utility's sake, but sometimes I'll give someone a call or sometimes someone will call me, but very infrequently, mm-hmm. to be honest. It's more of just the people that I haven't been able to get in contact with, so I'll leave a message or, like, I'll try to call you because it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about long-distance friendships. Okay. Because as I was thinking about my friendship, something that makes me really sad is... Um, thinking about the friends that I made when I was studying abroad. Because mm. um, I studied abroad in Ireland, and then a bunch of the friends I made there are from Australia. Um, okay. So the I last time... I met one time, of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, continue. Um, yeah, yeah, she came to New York. Um, but the last time I saw all of those people in a group mm. was four years ago. <laughs> wow, yeah. Um, and I don't know, like odds are that I'll never see all of those same people in a group like ever again Mm -hmm. like I think I'll see them I think one day I'll like go back to Australia and I'll see a lot of them um maybe in a group or like maybe just individually because everyone's kind of doing their own thing now um but yeah it was just something I was reflecting on that like makes me sad because I like love them and I value their friendship but it's so difficult when you never get to see people. Like, a few of them have come to New York. And I went to Australia, like, right after we finished studying abroad, like, for New Year's Eve. Um, but since then, yeah, I, like, haven't seen them. And it's just, like, unfortunate that distance can be such, like, a driver of whether or not, like, you stay friends with people. Right. I mean, I, I, I don't have the equivalent of that necessarily with friends I mean I've fairly recently been a part of a situation very similar to this about Mm -hmm. just like how hard distance can be with certain people that you care about Um, and it does like suck because there's nothing that you can necessarily do yeah yet and there's, but there's also like it's not a bad thing either because you Mm -hmm. do love these people and do care but it's just like the nature of yeah, it's almost, it's kind of scary. Like, I don't know if I'll ever see you guys all in a group again. Where yeah. you got so used to, and your friendship was formed together. Yeah, and you're seeing those people all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think, I, I mean, I have a couple friends, like, you know, again, they weren't, like, super close friends, but who've moved away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never really saw them too much to begin with now. But now it's more of an excitement when it's like, oh, you're going to be back. So, like, we'll try to do something and everything. Yeah. But, like, but then that's then that's not, though, like, the real friend to me because mm-hmm. you're not getting to see each other all the time, even though you care and love these people. Yeah. Um, like, your, like your friends in Australia. Like, but, we were even trying to organize something recently where we were like, hey, we should do some sort of, like, reunion. Yeah. 
next year and we might do something but it definitely won't be like the full group it'll probably just be like a few of us and we were talking about maybe going somewhere in Europe or Mm. maybe even like going to Australia um but even that was kind of a bummer because it's like even when you try to do something together again it's impossible to like get everyone's schedules on the same page so hard and like you pay money yeah everyone's in different life stages some people are in school some like are just starting their careers some are more like established so everyone's all over the place I mean, it's been hard enough to just get a couple coworkers to do like karaoke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's we we're That's going through true. that right now. Of there's not a day that everybody can go, and you there's a there's a line, especially when it comes to friends, between okay, then you can't come. All right, whatever, we're doing it anyway. And well, no, but I want the whole group to be there. I want it mm-hmm. to be something that everybody can be a part of. Yeah. But then you'll go on for years, just trying, trying to, to find do a that date that works that for happens. everyone. We. Um, they're not even in Australia, but I have friends who were, I mean, considered some of my best friends in college, um, a few of like my best friends, and kind of grew apart just as we all moved in different places or moved back home after school, um, but we started in our senior year or junior year of college, um, we did a camping trip like over the summer um, or at the end of the year, and every year, we've, with the exception of one year, um, we've gone back and done like a camping trip as the group. It started out as like five people. Now it's four, I think we're six. Now it's like four. Um, but it's kind of for certain people who come and it's only like, yeah, only a group of four, four, the only time I see them throughout in the year anymore. Mm-hmm. But it, I think about them a lot when I think about these like timeless friends of we do this, we call it like beer camp. It's like the mm-hmm. silliest thing. We go, we drink a ton, we camp and have a really great weekend i'll see these people once a year at this trip but it does not matter it's like so we get right back into the old stuff that we joke about and everything and it's so so like wonderful of a time it makes me then always every time when that weekend is over think man i need to be better about seeing these people mm-hmm. sometimes it works out for a little while and sometimes i still don't see these people until the next year's trip um but it's like very special because at least yeah. like we have that. But it's not like we don't spend a thousand dollars to fly to Europe or whatever it is to see people. But it still exists even if you're in the same city as some of these people. Some of these people I live in the same city as. Yeah. Um, yet I just see them once a year. Yeah. But that's really nice to have that one thing that everyone commits to and like looks forward to. Yeah, it's one of those things that you hear about. I feel like with certain maybe your maybe your parents are the same way, but they'll do like a trip with their friends every year mm-hmm. and then like one year there's gonna be a future one year they like bring their kid you know yeah. like and like it becomes this whole sort of thing i'd love to foster something like that because mm-hmm. i feel like as especially you get married and start to have families the friendship again speaking from not experience at all um changes completely mm-hmm. about who has who has kids and who doesn't yeah you know yeah, some of my fr- UConn friends and I have talked, like, jokingly about how we're going to all, like, live in the same neighborhood and <laughs> raise our kids together. This group for beer camp, we had a group chat all throughout college that was called Friends with Kids. Uh-huh. Because we all, the cul-de-sac is what we referred to as the na- the, the street that we're all going to live on. Um, and all of our kids are going to be best friends. And mm-hmm. we're like, we're, <laughs> we're disappointed, which it got so ridiculous. We're like, we're just going to have kids with each other. Like, we don't <laughs> need anybody else. Like, it's this weird thing. But, um, yeah, because, I mean, it's fun to joke about. But then it's also sad because it's like you never know where your job or your life is yeah. going to take you. Um, which is kind of, like, scary to think about. Some friends and people that you care about a lot, it's like, all right, well, now I'm residing to the fact that, like, I probably won't see you anymore. Yeah. Be in the country as you, the same country as you. Or, yeah. Um, That's why I think um, sometimes people will ask, like, oh, do you ever want to move, like, somewhere yeah. farther away? And I don't think that I ever will. Like, there was a period of time when I really loved California mm-hmm. and thought I would maybe, like, move there or um, maybe somewhere, like, down south. But... I feel like now I'm just at a point where, like, all of my family is here, and I enjoy seeing them on, like, the cadence that I see them. Yeah. That um, I wouldn't probably move further than, like, 
it'd probably be within six hours or so of where I am now, which was kind of like a nice realization because I feel like there is a lot of pressure on our generation to be like movers and shakers. Like, I'm going to move out here and like have this whole new life. Um, Which I really respect people who do that because it's such a big change and you really are, if you don't have connections in that place you're really having to start all over again which is can be really exciting yeah um but yeah i think for the most part hopefully like my other friends that i'm close with especially from like yukon i think that they're in like a similar boat where it's nice yeah where maybe they move like another state away or something but i don't think they're gonna be making any like gonna live in spain like yeah which uh, is a good feeling yeah it's a good feeling and it's a big qualifier for friends and also but also like relationships of like Uh so are you gonna be around for like a good amount of years (laughs) um because i agree i came to the same realization too i as much as i would love to take maybe a year and then i Uh but i would come back like i always have that plan or thought of i would love to live in a different place totally new with the understanding that unless I fell in love with it and it was I was doing great that like I would just only be there for like a year because yeah. I, I don't want to be far away from my family or my home like yeah like ignore my roots if you will yeah um but that's the thing about making new friends I was one of my points is like do you remember like when you went when you got to college mm-hmm. uh the anxiety and the fear and the vulnerability of like finding new friends yeah was so immense and finding new friends now also it's not as vulnerable feeling or like anxiety inducing it's just more daunting than anything Mm -hmm. of like why i don't need to find new friends i've got a couple that i love and like because it's so exhausting and it was scary like that whole situation i'm wondering what your thoughts were like Mm -hmm. when you got to college of like making new friends and what that was like for you i mean it's so scary because you're trying to go from like zero to 100 with these people that you've never met before um the good thing is like i had all that anxiety but then i felt like within the first few weeks it really went away Mm -hmm. because the good thing is like everyone is in that mindset right everyone (laughs) wants to make friends yeah um, and most people, yeah, most people are coming in maybe cause I went to a state school. Maybe people had like friends in their high schools that went to yeah. the same school. But for the most part, everyone's like so open to making friendships that I feel like the first weekend that I was at UConn, we would just like go into each other's dorm rooms mm-hmm. and people would be like going out together and right. like inviting you to stuff. Um, so I did have that anxiety, but I feel like it was, it went away pretty quickly. And then I was thinking too, when you talking about how like it's difficult to make friends now that we're not in college anymore. Um, it's weird because I feel like I have enough friends, but I have this feeling all the time that I should be making new friends. And that's why I do things like go to that running club like every week because I still have this desire to like make new friends and try to have connections with people like in this city that are new. Right. Even though I don't like I don't I don't really need any more friends. Well, that's the beauty of it is because in college you're forced into it because you for the most part have nobody and yeah. you're like I'm going to be here for 4 years so I got to know people. Yeah. Now you do it on your own terms. So if you want to progress a friendship, you can. You're also a social and extroverted person when in certain scenarios. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's better because you can control it and you're you get out what you put into it. So mm-hmm. I also feel the desire that I want to meet new people too, but you get if I do, then I will. Yeah. If you don't, it doesn't matter yeah. and you won't talk to people. Right. Um it's harder when it comes to dating than when it is friends mm-hmm. yet at the same time finding a good friend is almost like i think about sometimes being harder mm-hmm. than like some sort of romantic partner because it's like i don't know there's so many more qualifiers yeah that you almost need to pre-qualify then versus like find out while you're dating yeah um that's why not to get like so deep but i kind of think sometimes how friendships are more important than 
romantic relationships. Mm. Um, because there's, like, a very cliche, like, gross saying that's, like, my best friends are, like, my soulmates. <laughs> 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 that I hate that saying. Yeah. But there's some truth to it that, like, your friends and, like, your best friends are kind of the people that you've known the longest, that yeah. you have the most connection to. Yeah, they know and everything then, about you. Yeah, and I guess in relationships that tends to, like, develop over time, um, and you learn everything about that person, but there's something, like, so special about friendships that you don't get in relationships. Yeah, and there's less risk involved in a friendship, yeah. I feel. Then, yeah. because uh, friendships, friends can hurt you, but like relationships can like kill you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that was deep and like you know dramatic. But you know, <laughs> no. But like seriously, yeah. because there's a there's a different there's a different air about it. I couldn't agree more. I think it's so important, and that's why I get in my head a lot about who are my friends or do I have friends or mm-hmm. should I make new ones? Why would I make new ones? Yeah, I'm here to tell you, you don't have friends. Yeah, so. I don't have anybody. I wish you were my friend. Actually, do I? Uh, maybe not. Yeah. Um. I think that was a beautiful place to, yeah. to end. Um, I think so, too. But um, I'm very, very excited that we're 10 episodes in. Yeah. Um, friendship is something that we've discussed and we have discussed a lot. We probably could have gone on for two hours on mm-hmm. this episode. And it's not to say that we won't revisit certain topics. I know that we even have... We're not redacting, is that the right word? Information that we've spoken about in the past, but like mm-hmm. would love to add and expand on... Because we are so unscripted, I feel like after every episode ends, I'm like, oh, sh- I wish I, I said to, this yeah. or I want to, you know, and I not correcting myself that. but expanding on it. So um, this is something that I think would be at the top of one of the top of that list. Um, but in any event. In any event. Um, until next time, right? Until next time, friends. Friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always say like, hey, friends. And mm-hmm. even though they're not my friends. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. They're not. <laughs> All of our listeners are our best friends. Yeah, you guys are our best friends, just to make that clear. Yeah, we love every one of you. We love all one million of you. Yeah. Oh, man, just growing and growing. Every episode, really, though, it has been, which is great. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.